Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Propane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, October 10th, 2023. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. <laughs> nice. Jared is excited. Yeah, new <laughs> intro. I like yeah. it. <laughs> Happy Jared. <laughs> On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on Patreon, and that will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Or, if you can't do that, you could still post something to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about the wisdom of Aaron Rodgers. Mm. <laughs> Who is Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> are we going to get into that? Baseball we'll player? Get into that. <laughs> okay. Baseball player or boy band singer? Which is he? Neither of those things. <laughs> One is kind of close. Oh, no, he's a football player, right? He, he is a football player. player. Yeah, okay. I knew I knew that. Wait, he was on SNL, wasn't he? Isn't he the guy that said the N-word? Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't now think so. Not, as not that I'm aware Maybe. of. Maybe. <laughs> I said, oh, not no. But... <laughs> I swear there was some, maybe, um, you know, I confuse all these people. Go, I'm sorry, don't listen to me. <laughs> all right, that's fair. All right, but first, before we get into anything else, I want to do a few follow-ups, um, just real quick. Follow-up on the MMS, the miracle cure for COVID that was being sold by a family in Florida. What was the name of their 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 church? The Genesis, Second Genesis Church of Health and Healing? Mark Grennan and his three sons were found guilty of conspiracy to defraud the United States Yay. by distributing an unapproved and misbranded drug. Yeah, they were be given different sentences because two of the sons were apparently found guilty of contempt of court as well. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so... Jonathan and Jordan, by the way, his son's names killed me right off the bat. Uh, it's Mark Grennan and his three sons, Jonathan, Jordan, and Joseph. Oh. They, they never had a chance. <laughs> so Jonathan and Jordan were sentenced to 151 months. That's about 12 and a half years. Nice. Uh, while Mark and Joseph were sentenced to five years. So again, justice is slow, but it gets there. Yeah. <laughs> Slow, definitely. Yeah, that's true. But again, this was a thing which was ingested orally, but it contained sodium chloride and water. After ingestion, it became chlorine dioxide, which is a powerful bleach. It would uh, become that in your stomach. Ugh. Yeah. Not not pleasant in any I mean, case. They, they hurt a lot of people. Did they kill anybody in the end? I guess they couldn't have if they only went to jail for 12 years. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, severe vomiting, severe diarrhea, life-threatening low blood pressure. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, oh, in some cases, people developed life-threatening conditions and even died after drinking MMS. So oh. I don't know how many people, but apparently more than one, by the way it's worded. Hmm. And and to be clear, they had, you know, 25-gallon barrels of this stuff in their garage. And it says hazard, you know, precautionary statements. It has, you know... Danger, danger, and they sold it to people across the internet. So great, great religious Jesus loving human beings, right? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Were we we talked about on the show in the past month or so about people ingesting bleach, right? Yeah. We have. Yep. On and off. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I saw a whole thing this week, too, on people uh, just taking borax and putting it in water and bathing in it and shit. And I was like, like I cannot believe what people will do. Yeah. Keep it up. If it's not working, add more. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've heard stories about people feeding their kids ivermectin and all kinds of crazy shit. So, oh, there's an ivermectin story later. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, but let's get to these uh, follow-ups real quick. Yep. Uh, follow-up on Southwest Airlines. If you recall, there was a lawsuit. There were several lawsuits. Like, everybody's suing everybody over here. <laughs> so there was a person who had said that they were not going to attend a protest. Um, this person worked for Southwest, and they weren't going to attend because apparently this protest was being sponsored, supposedly by Planned Parenthood, and because of her religious beliefs, she didn't want to attend, and she was eventually fired for not attending. This is, I don't I don't know the details of it. But in any case, so she sued, and then this went in front of a far-right judge, and the judge ordered the lawyers representing Southwest Airlines to attend a liberty training, a religious liberty training. <laughs> I remember this story. Yeah. yeah. This training was from, oh, it's one of those, you know, it's like our, our fake name, the Soaring Eagles of Freedom. It was one of those. Right. Uh, it's Alliance Defending Freedom. Ah, yes. The Alliance Defending Freedom was mm. going to be doing the training. Uh-huh. So the update is uh, the lawyers won a reprieve. Oh, like good. three days before the training was to take place, um, a appellate court said, Okay, you don't have to do that. Uh, is that the final story, or no? Oh, it's put on hold. Okay, correct. Yes, mm. it's still going to be ongoing. But I'm sure least... we 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 covered this when we talked about. It, but again, I don't understand how a judge can make lawyers do shit. Right. In a in a case. Like... <laughs> well, if they misbehave. Well, did they, I mean this isn't like a contempt of court or anything, and this is was their penalty, right? Correct. I mean, he's basically saying that um, they were so wrong that they needed to undergo training. He is just incorrect. <laughs> and then shouldn't the lawyers be like, you can't do that. Bye. That's basically what, what they did. Oh, okay. I, I, but it, but apparently it had to go to an appellate court, right? Yeah, yeah you, can't, well, you can't tell a judge they can't do that in their courtroom. I don't right. care what they've said. You, <laughs> you can't get away with it. <laughs> yeah. So they appealed. Even if you're 100% wrong. They appealed in the fifth court's uh, fifth, whatever the court said, you were correct. Um, it, it stayed, and we'll talk about it later more. So it's still ongoing, but hey, at least there's a little bit of progress in the right direction. With yeah. These these judges, man, it's it's getting so crazy. Uh, um, that was the other. Uh, actually, wait a minute. Wait. A oh minute. Yeah, yeah. Wait. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> if I go to court for murder, like I'm on, I'm up on murder charges, and I get <laughs> convicted, and I get sentenced to life in prison. And my lawyer defended me. The judge cannot just go. Hey, you're going to you're going to jail too. No, to, to my but lawyer. If you're well, you lawyer, just said you can't argue with a lawyer or with a judge. Well, in certain in certain circumstances, um, the 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 judge can impose penalties on lawyers if they um if they can be in contempt of court. They can argue the same argument over and over and over again after they're told to stop doing that. I mean, judges do incorrect things all the time, and there are okay. punishments to not listening to the judge. But but what I meant was, when you're in that courtroom, mm. your recourse is not Appeal. going to be telling the judge off and saying, you can't do that. 
No, no I, court I, I, I understand that. <laughs> yeah. I understand that. Yeah, the recourse okay. is the uh, appeals court. All right, so the uh, final follow-up. Inmates in Washington County Detention Center in Arkansas got sick with COVID-19 back in 2021, and they were given a quote-unquote cocktail of drugs to treat the virus. Yum. As it turns out, that cocktail of drugs was ivermectin. Mm. The deworming drug being pers- pushed by uh, conservatives. Given to them by the state. Yes. Wow. So they had to take it. Well, they, pr- they weren't told what it was, I don't believe. Not before they took it. Yeah. So these uh, inmates sued and won. Nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, the All settlement right. is $2,000 each. Hmm. Yeah. And they were poisoned by the state, so. <laughs> yeah. No and to repeat the state, it was Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> so, you know, again, it, it's not that much, but at the same time, all right, good. At least some progress is being made. Uh, the doctor no longer works there. Mm. I, to my knowledge, he hasn't lost his license or anything, but. He should. But, <laughs> but he another should. argument for another day. Yeah. All right, that's it for the follow-ups. Let's uh, let's move on to the thing that apparently I really want to talk about now that Jared has brought up that we might be arguing about this. I'm. I, I oh my know. God, this is you're going to be really disappointed if we don't now. Yeah, I, feel. I, I am. I think. <laughs> so yeah, actually, I decided I don't want to say anything on the subject. So. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. So the big news that everybody's talking about is obviously the war in Israel, the attack by Hamas on Israeli ground, the slaughter of more than a thousand Israelis and, and other nationalities. But well, yes, uh, and any yeah anybody that they came across, um, the the attack on the festival that was going on at the time, which was a festival for peace and trying to help out people in need, and yeah, that so. Yeah, I was just told recently that most of the people at that festival were soldiers. I don't know if that's true or not, but... Oh, I, don't, I didn't hear that. It was pretty much a rave. Regardless. Regardless. Yeah. It was an unscheduled... It was a, a rave out in the desert that was, you know, a pop-up. So, sex and drugs and rock and roll. Well, maybe not rock and roll, but... Yeah, Israelis love their... Electronic rock and roll? Uh, yeah, Love their EDM. <laughs> yeah, <Yep>. EDM. <laughs> so, Hamas surprised Israel, and... Everybody is is really, really big on the fact that Israel was surprised by this and, oh, Israel's intelligence network and they didn't know anything about this. Well, I mean, to be honest, Hamas has been doing things secretly for a very long time and they've really gotten fairly good at doing things secretly. They do things in cells and they pass information by word of mouth um, so that it can't be tracked. It can't be found out. Now, I'm sure there are Israeli spies in the Hamas network as well, but in any case... The attack no. went off as a as a surprise to the Israeli government. So I don't know what the controversy is because let me get my take on this. Um, <laughs> Hamas is a evil organization. Um, Hamas, Hezbollah, they are entirely against the existence of Israel as a nation. And the leaders of Hamas and Hezbollah, Hezbollah have uh, m- multiple times said that they want to destroy these people. And remove them from the face of the planet. So, yeah, this is an evil act by evil people, and Israel needs to retaliate. I don't know. I I, I guess the consternation comes because of the the plight of the Palestinian people. Is that where the argument lies? I I, I feel like you're talking to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I led with I don't know. 
And I told you I'm not saying anything. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the the plight. I mean, I, I have heard um, that the. I mean, as an example, um, the average age in Palestine is 18 years old. So people, the you know, the, the people that live there have lived under the current situation their entire lives for the most part. Um, they've been lied to all their lives, but they also still support Hamas. So true, I, but to their from their perspective, Hamas has been the only group that has done anything for them. Right. They see Israel as an oppressive nation because they have lived in what they have termed an, an open air prison all their lives right. under the the you know oppressive control of the Israeli government. You right. know, they, they basically live in a walled off section of the country and they they have no freedom. They have well, they're free as long as they remain in Gaza. So they see Israel as being evil. Right. And but, but I can... and they've known that their entire lives. So I, I, I can kinda get it. Right. But at the but same I, I time I could hold two thoughts in my head at the same time, though. One ah, is, that's the fucking problem. <laughs> Sorry, I just blew my lines on <laughs> on uh, audacity. <laughs> sure. I, I all those things can be true, but what Hamas did is horrific, and and uh, I don't know how you. There's no justification. There is no. How, what do you do with the with the information of what they did? And for the details, a little bit, if you haven't been mm. watching CNN, or I don't know if anybody else has been covering it, but we've been watching CNN. They came in, they attacked everyone. They killed children in front of their parents and then slit the throats of the parents. They found the bomb bunkers where people were hiding and gassed them and people couldn't breathe in the bunker. They've they kidnapped a bunch of people, have no idea what they've done to those people, mm. but slitting people's throats, shooting people in the street, and not just combatants or, you know, the Israelis in uniform, everyone. They went house to house and slaughtered people. Yeah. I mean, killing babies. They killed one grandmother, filmed it on her camera, and posted the video to her Facebook. And that's how her family found out about it. I, I mean... And it wasn't just isolated incidents of evil either. It was it was all of it. I mean, it was and it was everywhere. They killed and there were fifteen hundred um, Hamas soldiers, whatever terrorists, um, killed in Israel. So this was not a small scale thing. This was very large. And so far, the counting of dead Israelis and uh, foreigners is over twelve hundred people now killed. And for... I, I I really feel like what you said about holding two thoughts in your heads mm -hmm. in your head is what's driving me fucking nuts about this situation because I feel like nobody can do that. Yeah. You don't have, have to pick a side. Yeah. I have heard about 10 different takes on this situation and I think every one of them is fucking wrong yeah. <laughs> about it. <laughs> I've heard people... And I've heard people say that this is all Hamas's fault. I've heard people say this is all Israel's fault. I've heard it's Joe Biden's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, but it is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Gaza Strip has has had problems before Biden was even born. So yeah, yeah. but they would have never done this when Trump was in office. You know what I'm saying? They would have never tried that. They're too scared. <laughs> That's the important part of this entire situation is that oh it, that it just wouldn't have happened when tr if Trump was still in office. My God, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have seen. I mean, again, mostly the stuff on the main mainstream media is 
poor Israel and and how will they ever bounce back from this horrific thing? Mm. Mostly on progressive independent outlets, it's mostly pro Palestine. I've seen some I've seen some horrendous fucking shit this mm. past week as far as videos go. Leftists, our people, progressives out in the streets laughing at what happened to the Israelis, saying yep. they got what they deserved, they and and supporting what had happened. I've seen people talk about Palestinians and how they are the dirty scumbags of the earth and they need to be wiped out. And I can't help but think that everybody is wrong in this situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In in the sense that like they're both bad actors. Yes. In this. Or or they are, they have both been, been bad actors. Let's talk right. about the current situation more than the yes, the past matters, but let's deal with the right here and right now, please. <laughs> well, right. I don't know if you're agreeing with me or not. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've, I mean, I've spoken to people who are just like, fuck Israel and fuck everything that happened to them. They deserve every little bit of it. And wow. I'm just like, you have not seen. I mean, or you just don't know you've, these videos that I've seen of people. I saw them trying to behead a guy with a fucking hoe, Ugh. a garden hoe. And he's bleeding out of his fucking stomach. And this uh, Hamas guy is hitting him in the back of the neck with a fucking hoe trying to chop his head off. Or women being raped, or babies, or every horrendous thing you've seen. And I've seen some disturbing-ass fucking videos. So for you to say that right off the bat, I'm like, these people aren't making policy in Israel. Right. Just as much as what's going to happen to 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 the to Palestine now is that they're going to get fucking wiped. Yeah. Wiped, and there's innocent people over there, too, who are not part of Hamas. So I don't even know what Hamas is thinking. Why do this? <laughs> I mean, I, but uh, no, I know why you're doing it, but like, you can't think you're going to win. You're not no. going to win. I think well, I think Hamas wants to do it because they know that if they provoke Israel enough, Israel will make a move. And whatever that move is, innocent people are going to be hurt because pack, uh, Gaza Strip is it's it's so packed with people that there's no way civilians aren't going to be injured. And then that will be used against Israel. They're willing to sacrifice all of the Palestinians in order to make Israel look bad and yeah, hopefully collapse. I, I mean, that's the only thing I could think is that if you just squeeze people so much, then what other recourse do they have than just to fucking burn it all down? I, well, I, you know, we're also looking at it from a secular point of view, too. They're looking at it from a highly religious point of view. I mean, they are asking Palestinians to martyr themselves to God in the benefit of Islam. Because it makes the argument better that um, Islam is the correct religion. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> so I understand where Hypatia is coming from. She said that, um, you know, the not a great answer, but maybe the only short-term way is to prevent deaths of thousands of people. Could we just go in UN, you know, the other nations and force a border? The, the problem is Israel has been trying to force a border in, in several right. ways. And the border has been tunneled under, and the rockets shot over. Like it's it's a border is not going to be the answer for for any Palestinian. And the UN and the UN is powerless anyway. They can't they can't do anything. I mean, with with Russia in the Security Council, there, there's not that no yeah. Russia yeah, is on. True. I, didn't, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, Jesus. Russia is on Iran's side. Iran is on Hamas's side. So not going to happen. So a little a little. I wanted to get into a history of Gaza. So mm -hmm. Gaza is a little strip of land 
that's right along the Mediterranean shore. It was held by the Ottoman Empire until 1917, where it, and this is from the article, it passed into British control <laughs> uh, during the British colonial years. <laughs> then Britain turned it over to Egyptian control, and then eventually they turned it over to Israeli control. And that pretty much happened in 1948. In 48, the end of the British uh, control, and in the 50s and 60s was the Egyptian rule, and then it was turned back over to Israel in 67. So in the, the big thing that happened was in 47, 48 time period, that was when Israel was designated as a nation by, you know, by the, the allies at the end mm. of World War II. Right. So that's when Israel became a nation and Jews migrated, mostly Jews, migrated into Israel and it became a Jewish state. So where does the Palestine part come in? Like, how did that? Well, the problem is, is that people already lived there. Right. Oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so those people were forced to move and move into, what is it, Gaza and well, West I, Bank? I, at first, they weren't forced to move. At first, everybody just lived side by side. But that didn't last very long. Right. Um, and then it was in 87 that there was a Palestinian uprising and Hamas uh, formed either before or after that. It's hard to say. Mm. Um, and since then, Hamas has been funded by Iran considerably and uh, basically in the same way that Iran funds uh, Hezbollah in Lebanon. Oh, that's how they're blaming Biden. It has something to do with, uh, with Iran. Yeah, oh. you freed up that. Iranian yeah. money, and they use that money yep. to do this attack. That's how it is. Except they mm. don't have that money yet, and that money. That, 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 that doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, 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 shut up. <laughs> well, the, the one the one argument is actually interesting, though. It's like, well, for, for first the first argument is they they don't have the money back yet, so they can't have used it. But the other argument is a, kind of a a false argument, and that is they you're not allowed to use that money for things like this. You have to only use it for specific purposes that the U.S. has designated, except that money is fungible. You can use it for whatever you want. That $10 you got from Aunt Betty, you don't keep that piece of paper. You just have a $10 marker in your head, which says, I'll use $10 for Aunt Betty's gift to me. <laughs> so they take the money from elsewhere and use the money that they got from, they got back. Wow. And to be clear, it's their money that they're, we're just, you know, freeing it up from the banks. So it's big and complicated. Yeah. Either way, I just was, I, I, just re was reminded that that was the Biden angle. Right. Right. Uh, there is another angle, too, and that is that um, Israel and Egypt have been talking about normalizing relationships. Wait. Iran does. Egypt? Sorry? Don't you mean Saudi? Sorry, not Egypt. I mean Saudi Arabia. Sorry. Uh, Israel and, and Saudi Arabia have been talking about normalizing relationships, and Iran wants that not to happen. So did they push Hezbollah, uh, uh, Hamas? I don't know. Could they have? Yes. And for for the argument that like Jared brought up, people blaming Israel for you know causing this by by mm -hmm. subjugating the people, the Palestinians. Look, I I get that argument, and your your that argument's not wrong. But at mm -hmm. the same time, when Israel was recognized as a sovereign nation, there has not been a single day that has gone by that they haven't had attacks verbally or physically from all around them. Mm -hmm. They, they've been dealing with attacks from Iran, Iraq, Egypt. So the fact that their military got built up and built up and built up was because if it hadn't, 
it's likely that the nation would not have lasted. And the United States wanted Israel to be Israel, so the United States just kept backing it, sending more money, sending more military. It, it, it's a horrendous buildup, but if it weren't for the buildup, I don't know that we would still have Israel. Mm. I mean, listen, I am not the, the person to figure this out. No. That's Ian. I'm not smart. <laughs> <laughs> it's all on you, Ian. You're, I'll work on it. I, I just know that, like, I mean, again, because I, as much as I feel like both sides, like Joshua said, are nobody's not blameless, blameless in this. They're yeah. all blameless. Correct. But on the mainstream American news is, fuck all those people in Palestine. Israel is our ally. We will go to the fucking gates for them. And I, you know, it's just like, there's no nuance to any of this reporting. Right. Except by very few. And again, on the and again on the other side, I, I'm just like, please, what is going on here? And then I saw videos today of people, Americans, <laughs> running around doing a Jews will not replace us bullshit again. Well, and not just in America either. There was a right, demonstration yeah. in Australia. Um, gas all, they were shouting chanting gas all the jews oh yeah i saw that one too I'm like what the hell this is fucking crazy. and then it then i get scared because then yes i get scared because <laughs> i know there are people out there who no matter what i say look at me as a fucking jew yeah and uh, i'm like donald trump becomes president again i'm having visions of me locking eyes with a friend of mine in a public place and him going over to some fucking ss fucking officer and being like Yo, he's a Jew. That one right there. <laughs> I think that leads us into the next story, which is a very, very associated story uh, from 23andMe. Do you have the, the details on this, Karen? I've got the link. I do. Um, already, so I've already, I've already regretted my 23andMe. What is the I was going to say, is that like? what this was? Was this a reference to, to Jared's confirmed Jewiness by 23andMe? <laughs> yes. Okay. So there's been a database leak of the 23andMe user database, specifically targeting Ashkenazi Jews. It has been leaked online onto the dark web, and 999,999 people who have Ashkenazi DNA, their identities have been hacked on the dark web. Is there a way to check on that? (laughs) (laughs) Not that there's any panic in Jared's voice. We can all calm down. (laughs) Um, NBC News has a list? I I don't know. It's being hey, shared. Joshua, I'm not that fucking short. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but the fact that you know somebody broke into 23andMe, targeted people with Ashkenazi Jewish DNA, and leaked that data onto the dark web is horrifying. Yeah. 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 It is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna click on this article. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, it, we're oh. laughing because it's not funny. It's it's no. actually yeah, scary, we're, and we're laughing because at no point in this story did Karen go. You know, I know Jared has really bad anxiety, but <laughs> I'm definitely going to hit him with this one, and it's going to be gold. <laughs> well, what would be worse, not telling him? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Jared getting ambushed would be much better. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like you, not at all. Getting attacked would be ideal, ideal. but I feel like a a, a quick savage oh, yeah. ambush would yeah, be better than right. you like having Just... to fight for your life and then still get killed. Yeah, but I've seen a lot of these people. They're so inept. It wouldn't be a quick savage ambush. Like, yeah, yeah. it would be a long. It, like you don't. Yeah, yeah, not 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 good. 
Uh, I did well, also want to that, met- Oh, did you have something? cute little birthday present that my mother got for me. <laughs> now it's your I undoing. S- where I spit my DNA and sent it <laughs> off to people will be my undoing. <laughs> uh. People are also saying, uh, people, the Christian right, uh, especially on, let's say, harvest.org, this war in Israel, they're like, they're gleeful. They're like sitting forward in their seats and twiddling with fingers, just waiting. Is this a fulfillment of the biblical prophecy? Uh. <laughs> the different ways that people are reacting to this are telling and disgusting. Yeah. Well, I mean, for the, the, for the fundies, um, this is the, the, the coming of the end times. It's the beginning of the coming of the end times. Why would someone be eager for the end times? I like the happening alive times. <laughs> well, because that way they get to be, you know, eternity in paradise. Oh, gross. And, well, and more importantly, they get to watch the rest of us burn out like a fire. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. I appreciate that <laughs> level of revenge. <laughs> Just petty spite. Yeah. Nothing says loving <laughs> Christian like petty hate (laughs) they want your neighbor to die yeah yeah (laughs) not just die because in your mind they don't die eternity right oh god it's all falling apart man (laughs) seriously sorry i'm still working on this 23 (laughs) i didn't hear a fucking word you just said oh it's fine we're cruising right along (laughs) so um i don't know if there's anything else to be said about what's going on uh at the moment in israel I, I guess the only thing I would add was um, uh, for there's no good answer to this. There's no right answer to this. Um, you, you can stop looking for it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I don't see how this ever could be fixed. No. Right now. It's going to the next couple of weeks, months are going to be really ugly and there's no way to get around it. And like you said, like Ray said earlier, like Israel has declared war. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see what's. What is to stop them from just leveling the fucking place and being done with it? Well, and also, Hypatia has mentioned this in Discord. Israel is also in control of electricity and water Mm. supply for for Gaza. And they already already said that they're turning it off. Yeah. Yeah. So these people who live in a desert aren't going to have water or electricity. Right. And keep in mind, I mean, from the religious angle, keep in mind that they there Gaza shares a border with Egypt, another Muslim country, and that border is closed tighter than the one than than the one with Israel. Well, but is it? Yes, it is. Because in theory, <laughs> Hamas has been moving things in and out of that border quite often. Uh, supposedly, there are uh, yeah, I think there are more tunnels underneath. I mean, there's lots of different ways that Hamas gets stuff in. Are, <laughs> right. are there some? There, so that's, maybe. that's when I, when you say a closed border, I'm like, really? Mm. I mean, it well, is, but. But it, it's not open for trucks. Right. The Egyptian borders. Only the Israeli True. ones are open for trucks. Uh, to Joshua's point, they are letting some Egypt, um, people, in uh, some Palestinians into uh, Egypt now, but only 2,000 a day, which is going to take a while. There's 2 million of them, but they are letting in some refugees. Now, does it have to be the particular space where Israel is now? Or can we just make Palestine its own country somewhere else? No, that's when well, you get this, into religion. It, I was just yeah. saying, doesn't yeah. this all have to do with Jerusalem? Yeah, I have basically. I, I, that's what I was just checking. I didn't oh, no, know no, no, if, I, like, I'm not exactly sure either, but I'm pretty. There sure. There could be some sort of like you know semi unpopulated northwestern border province of Saudi Arabia that we could negotiate them to surrender and call that Palestine too. 
I, the Sinai Peninsula is empty. It's just right. It's right over there, to the to the to the to the west. It's a oh. desert. I get that, but yeah. Although they don't. I mean, the the problem is, is that a number of different countries have let in Palestinians in the past and have regretted it as the Palestinians try to take over their governments. It's happened three times, so nobody's eager to take them. They seem like such a fun bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> I, and that's past history. That's not current people. But right. there's no indication that the current people are, you know, learning the lessons of modernism. So eh, that's all. That's that my last take on it is that don't look for answers. You're not going to find them. <laughs> Just, it's so disturbing. But I mean, face it. If Jared Kushner couldn't find a good answer. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he had four years to solve that shit. If he can't do it in four. Right. With all the resources in the world. Hang it up. <laughs> All right. If, if anybody has anything else, I don't want to move on and cut anybody off, but... I think I've said enough. Mm. <laughs> okay. Ian, did you get your fill? You were quiet amongst the argument. No, I'm totally satisfied. Okay. Lots of questions were answered and more information was shared. So we like all said, decided was... there's no answer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It was... Yeah. I mean, it was... I mean... There were many elements and, and they were all valid. The The immediate answer is... Israel is going to strike back. Mm -hmm. It will be. Well, no, that's not. No, that's not the answer. That's the reality. Right. Yeah. Yes. Right. Because doesn't cause solve someone, anything. Someone said something. I just saw someone was like, "Yeah, just have a fucking." That's not what I said when I said that. I'm like, that is just what's going to happen. Right. And a good portion of the planet is just going to be behind them and be like, "You're right. You have every right to do that." And I don't know if that's legitimately the case. Even though horrific things have happened to the Israelis this week. Yeah. Hor horrific. Hor I mean, stuff you can't even imagine. Yeah. I had to stop looking. I saw like two videos. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to yeah. do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. The, uh, I mean, my hope is that Israel, that the soldiers don't go too far. Mm. They've, in some ways, I mean, you talk about cutting off electricity and water to people in a desert. That's already too far. Some you know some people would say that to me. I'm not sure that I agree with that. It is bad, but at the same time, you're supplying your enemy. Mm. Um, at this point, Hamas is your enemy, and to continue to give them electricity, like I get well, it. But by uh, the same token, Israel is continuing to do roof knocks still. Right. And if you don't know what a roof knock is, they will. Um, I do. Uh, they'll explode a small explosion over a building or an area before they send in the actual pulverizing weaponry to let people know that it's coming and to get out of there. You know, we don't want to kill you. We just want to take the building down. So, no. but it's not perfect. No, it's not perfect. No. no. Yeah, that's it's an attempt <laughs> at humanity. That's a, that's a again that that's like a horrific kind of thoughtful. <laughs> I love. That. Yeah. I mean, listen. Let me. And, and what, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say, and as far as like the soldier, when you said the soldier was going too far, it, I, I can't say how I would react if all of a sudden I found out mm. that Canada had done, came over the border and just started slaughtering Americans that way, right? I don't know if I could just, if, if, if seeing what happened to my own countrymen, I don't know if I would just be like, well, it's time for me to take a nuanced look at this and not be fucking rageful and angry mm. and just want to fucking kill as many Canadians as I could. Right. You know, and, you know, it's that's it's tough. You know, yeah. I don't know what else to say. However, let me you say know? that even even though I'm saying hopefully Israel soldiers don't go too far, I guarantee you the Israeli army 
is not going to be setting live babies on fire or decapitating mm. them you in front of the parents. At right. least not as publicly. Like, I'm not saying every soldier is going to be good and every soldier is bad, but you're right. They do tend to That will not be the follow- focus of their retaliation. Right. Exactly. But I wouldn't be surprised if they were fucking mad pissed off. Sure. Just, you know, it's just pack it in as <laughs> human beings. I say it all the time. We're, 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 this experiment is not working. <laughs> all right, I'm going to bring it down a lot. Okay. Because this next story is just stupid. Yeah, that's what we need, a little stupid. Uh, It is about the ramblings of a football quarterback and his self-credentialed immunization expert, uh, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, as he took a subtle jab at Travis Kelce. Am I saying that name right, Kelce? Kelce? It's C. Kelce? It's a soft C. Mm. Okay, thank you. Or hard C, I'm sorry. Oh, and that's... Travis That's, uh... Yep, that's Taylor's Taylor's boyfriend. Mm. Okay, yeah. Don't... Just like Ian said, the owner of the Chiefs, don't fuck with him. Yeah. <laughs> don't let us anything up here. What happened? So apparently, uh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't really care for Travis too much hmm. and has been calling him Mr. Pfizer as a, a, a jab at him in order to, you know, take him down a notch. Because I think uh, I think Aaron Rodgers didn't like the fact that Travis was getting all this attention due to Taylor Swift. So is Aaron Rodgers the one that um, couldn't play in some football games during the COVID because he refused to get a vaccine? Is that him? Yes. Uh, he, I don't know that he was suspended from any games, but he is the person you're thinking of. Okay. He is the person that, when asked, said he was immunized against COVID, and then when asked if he got the uh, ah. COVID vaccine, he was like, well, I didn't get the vaccine, but I am immunized. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, is he the one? Is he the one that just got hurt on the Jets? <laughs> yes, he is the one who just got hurt on the Jets. So he's not even playing this year, right? Correct. Ah, he is, oh, his his funny. season ended on like the third play of day one. But so now there is a lot of Someone's things. Someone's a little jelly. Someone's a little jelly. <laughs> exactly. Well, there, there, there's actually several things to unpack here. Oh. So in addition to his anti-vax angle, and he was so Travis Kelsey is uh, currently the spokesman for uh the the fall version of the the covid vaccine yeah. from the from the people at Pfizer. Cool. So he is under contract with Pfizer to be their spokesman and encourages you to get the flu shot and the covid shot at the same time once they are available. But what is actually going on here is the owner of the New York Jets is the heir to Johnson and Johnson. Uh-huh. So Aaron is being a company man and just kind of like being a good little lapdog for his boss. I did not know what? that aspect. Okay. Yes. So he want he he is he is working to both put down a football rival of his own and a main sponsor. Yeah. Yeah, and boost up someone <laughs> who is obviously opposed to Pfizer in direct competition with Pfizer. Yeah, all those things. And and like Jared mentioned, he was out immediately this season he is dying for some spotlight mm. travis kelsey has all of it the most clout in the nfl at the moment right yeah i feel so. like aaron Rodgers playing with fire because fucking taylor swift come out and be like yo i don't like that guy you guys shouldn't go to jets games or watch jet games or, or anything like that and like 50 percent profit goes down yeah well <laughs> I, you are correct i don't think travis did not he took this with the utmost grace. Mm-hmm. He, he's like, hey, blah, blah, Mr. Five. They're like, oh, what do you think about that, Travis? He goes, 
He goes, man, I miss that guy. I hope he's doing okay. I hope the rehab goes great. I can't wait to play him again nice. next year. Nice. Wow. Class. <laughs> Class <laughs> move. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He did not care one bit that Aaron Rodgers had something. He's like, and? <laughs> what else you get? Again, now this is the part that bothers me in addition about Aaron Rodgers with being anti-vax. Because I feel like anti-vax is inherently anti-science and yeah. I think also inherently anti-medicine. But I feel 99.9% confident that when Aaron tore his ACL this year, he didn't retune his crystals to focus his chi through them to try to heal his ACL that way. He went to the most cutting edge surgeon, got it immediately repaired, and is in all kinds of fantastic medicine to get him up and running for next year. Because the idea that a 40-year-old man can tear his ACL in half, get it fixed, and go play professional football the next year is the most amazing thing I've ever heard all day. <laughs> I mean, are you suggesting that he's just missing the limelight and is an attention whore? Yeah, it might be a little bit of that too. He's got to keep his <laughs> got to keep his star shiny. He's got to keep his brand relevant. I, yeah. I, I appreciate it. Mm. I feel but like everybody's I playing I, this okay. I, I, he he mustn't have good people around him because you do not want to fuck with fucking Taylor Swift and her fucking fans. Man. No, that's true. And they love this dude. Right? For the moment. Yeah. Until she dumps him or he dumps right. her. But, well, then there'll but, be a song and then, you know, he'll yeah. be looked upon fondly as a, a past boyfriend and it'll be fine. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's a gracious overlord. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to have to talk about Taylor Swift two podcasts in a row. <laughs> <laughs> How did she come up in the other one? <laughs> I can't say. It's going to be a surprise tomorrow um, night. But. All right. <laughs> Um, not that I expect anyone listening to the podcast to go listen to a oh, match it, three game. Podcast. Is it is it because the rumors of uh, Taylor Swift might be in the X-Men movie? Uh, I, uh, maybe. Oh, okay. I haven't heard those rumors, so. Well, because mm. uh, she's been hanging out with Ryan Reynolds and <laughs> Hugh Jackman and Blake Lively, and there were some rumors swirling around that she might be Dazzler. There you go. And I know yeah. that Dazzler oh. is someone's favorite character. <laughs> yeah. What a great casting for Dazzler. <laughs> mm. All right. Enough so. of that. That went way tangent. Um, yeah, it did. <laughs> Quick. All right. I'm going to. Around, this right. is, again, huge shift of gears. Apparently, I don't know how to transition articles uh, <laughs> or they're just violently different this week. Um, there was an anthropology conference. Um, that I, I, I wanted to bring this up. I've been wanting to discuss this on and off for a while. Um, there was an anthropology conference, and they dropped a panel in the conference like a few days before the conference was to begin because there was a panel that was going to be defending sex as being binary from an anthropological standpoint. Oh, I just throw a hand grenade right in the middle of the show. Jesus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But uh, so I kind of wanted to discuss this because, well, a lot of a lot of actual science around sex (laughs) tells you uh, very clearly that sex is not binary. There are I mean, there are women who grew up their entire lives being very feminine. They get married and they can't have kids and they don't know why. So they go to the gynecologist and they find out that they actually don't have the chromosomes that they thought they did. They're totally women their entire lives, but because their chromosomes are slightly askew, they can't have kids. Yeah, um, there is a 
very large contingent of the intersexed and the yes. many different versions of. Yes. Everything yes. in between. Men who are slightly smaller build because they don't have they didn't have the quite the testosterone and it's it's a whole rainbow Wait, are you tell me because i'm not six two i'm a female <laughs> nope <laughs> jo joshua. joshua says yes so apparently me too yes i'm the only man on this show <laughs> so i mean the point Wait, the point karen how tall are you five three average woman height okay <laughs> so the point is that it's not just gender that is, you know, fluid, that you can be, that you don't, you know, have, if you're male, that doesn't mean you have to like women. Like, it's not, it's not just gender and preference, but it's also sex. There is no mm -hmm. distinction. I, I understand that the human brain sees a penis and thinks male and sees a vagina and thinks female, but there's a whole world of in between. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad that the anthropology conference decided to uh, to recognize that, at least in a small way. Yeah. So wait, so now when I say to people, there's two sexes, but numerous genders, I can't. I'm not right about that anymore. Uh, yeah, that is correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I, I I will adjust and change. <laughs> the 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 language is adjusted as well. If you notice, people are starting to talk about um, gender assigned at birth. That's that's just what the doctors guessed at the time. Most of the time, they're going to be right. Occasionally, they are incorrect. Because really, they're not going to do a full chromo you know chromosome study at birth on every right. human. Like that's just not what's going to happen. And why would you? Why would you want to put a label on every baby? Stop right. labeling the babies. Yeah, they just take a peek and go penis or no penis. That's it, <laughs> and that's what you get assigned. I would prefer uh, a larger penis if I'm going to get a side <laughs> one. <laughs> on that note, I'm shifting gears again. Okay. I wanted to mention this. Uh, two scientists won the Nobel Prize in medicine for their uh, groundbreaking findings on mRNA during the COVID vaccine development. Hmm. The two, what is it? Uh, I'm going to probably mispronounce their names. But Caitlin Crico and Drew Weissman, they got the Nobel Prize in Medicine for their mRNA vaccines that were used during COVID. So that's that's congratulations. I'm glad they did. They should. Yeah. As everyone is so scared of, the speed that those vaccines came out was incredible. And it was thanks to them. Right. I mean, I, yeah. more like thanks to Trump and Operation <laughs> Warp Speed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give these nerdlingers credit. What did they do? <laughs> Worked on it for a decade beforehand, and it just happened to be the right answer at the right time. <laughs> Again, though, to get Operation Warp Speed <laughs> to give to give some credit that the Operation Warp Speed did help it get approved for mass yep. distribution. Like that's one thing yeah. that Trump did that I'm totally behind. <laughs> Agreed. All right, uh, no arguments there, man. I'm really missing that Israel talk. Um, yeah. <laughs> Well, we weren't even arguing with that. We were just emphatically it out, it agreeing. Out we were all pretty much in agreement. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep. Um, all right. Next story in the news. A drag queen was arrested. All right. I'm going to argue with you on this one. <laughs> <laughs> a drag queen. A drag queen has been arrested for dressing up like Jesus Christ and performing a rock rendition of the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> now, of course, 
Not the U.S. I feel like this can't actually be illegal. Yeah. Uh, How did this happen? It happened in the Philippines? It was in the Philippines. Oh, you got to lead with that. (laughs) Very, very Catholic country. I was worried until now. Now, I don't know if you're aware of the Philippine nation, but a lot of their income is from their countrymen going around and performing on various locations, like other countries, on cruise ships. A lot of Filipino people do this for a living. Um, so there's a lot of performing huh. from a lot of Filipinos. Uh, yeah, I don't – what uh, was it uh, um, Anthony Bourdain when he did a show in the Philippines and he oh, did an extensive, extensive storyline on the Philippine cover bands. It is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> they are awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. So in any case, there's a lot of performers. This person decided that they were going to – do a rendition of Jesus Christ doing the Lord's Prayer in in rock. And uh, yeah, apparently the Filipino government did not appreciate that. Mm. I'm a little confused only by the fact that it says a drag queen, a drag queen who dresses Jesus Christ. Well, doesn't that just turn out to be a guy dressed as Jesus Christ? Right. I mean, so it's what? a guy dressed. Yeah, that is confusing. All right. You've won me back. I like that. <laughs> and he's got a beard. So, I mean, he's, why is he... Yeah, why is it drag? This man dressed as a man yeah, is a drag. Yeah, the problem here now? <laughs> Shouldn't you well, be happy he's wearing men's clothes? The problem is that it's actually because of the religious perspective, and they ah. said that he was committing oh. blasphemy. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so Grace brings up a good point, because if it was a guy dressed as female Jesus, oh. that blasphemy is baked right in. That's double blasphemy. Yeah, holy <laughs> smokes. That poor dude. You live in the Philippines. What were you thinking? I'm hoping that people, you know, this goes to court and people understand that this was for entertainment. Mm. Uh, But he's probably going to be doing some time. Seriously. Stop rebelling. Stop being dissidents. Just give in. (laughs) Come on, guys. It's easy. That was not what I was saying. (laughs) That's what I was saying. (laughs) So Eve's telling me, just embrace the Ashkenazi Jew and turn myself in now, right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> they have your name. It's on the dark web. Karen told you. I, I just have to go to the whatever Trump rallies nearest to me and just surrender to Trump right then and there and ask for what it's going to Just do what you I know. would, or volunteer and go deep undercover with Stephen Miller. Ooh. Yeah, but my shit's on record now, man. I can't get out of that. They're going to know. Oh, I've changed my name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can't work with Stephen Miller in any case. No. That boy's got Nazi written all over him. (laughs) Sniff me out. All right, on to politics. We're running low on time. Religious liberty cases on the Supreme Court. Uh, Good Uh news. Mm? In 2023, the Supreme Court is going to be taking their 2023 term, I believe starting yesterday. And they have a list of cases that they were taking up. The number of religious liberty cases is really low. Hmm. And they're very minor. So, yay! Do you think they've listened mm. to the public backlash just a little bit? I mean... We got them! We got them! <laughs> I mean, they're only pausing. They'll get back to this, but... Right! Thank you, Karen! Mm. I was worried about you guys for a second. <laughs> Did the elves teach you nothing? <laughs> Evil doesn't go away. It waits. It waits. Yeah. It waits and then bang it'll find a time to strike again it waits till the election's over mm. exactly Possibly. oh this is where i saw the case uh there was there, so there were two decisions in in the last term 
that uh, that the Supreme Court took off. One of them was uh, the case of Gerald Groff versus the Postal <laughs> Service. And the Supreme Court handed down a decision that made it easier for employees to get religious accommodations at work. Uh, Mr. Groff wanted Sundays off to attend church, but uh, the Postal Service has st- started delivering on Sundays, and that was that was a problem. So, like I said, the... The religious stuff that they're taking up, it's, they seem small, and there's not very many of them. So I'm hoping this this next term... Who knows, though? They can take up other stuff whenever they want to, because they're the Supreme Court. You know what, though? As much as, like, Ian was like, evil always waits and this and that, I feel like, <laughs> do whatever you want, Supreme Court. The damage is already done. We're not mm. forgetting about Roe. <laughs> That's like, true. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what? Like, is it going to come up in the election and be like, I don't know, the Supreme Court's been pretty good, so... Don't worry about Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry that he could put more justices on. It'll be fine. Yeah. Like, well, now, <laughs> we know what happened. Yeah. 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 Project 2025 happens. That's yeah. Uh, so, uh, next thing. And this is a very minor thing, but uh, I thought it was interesting. Jamie Raskin, uh, congressman from Maryland and Senator Brian Schatz from Hawaii have reintroduced a resolution to recognize Banned Books Week. <laughs> they want Congress to uh, recognize the the fact that there is an escalating crisis of book bans across the country and how that in- impacts the freedom of a democracy. Um, so th- I, I like Jamie Raskin generally, and I like that he does this sort of shit. So he's actually recognizing the b- books that have been banned but, yes. and celebrates them. Okay. Exactly. Nice. On the other side of the aisle, (laughs) Senator Lindsey Graham has put forward a resolution to recognize October 7th or October 1st through October 7th as Religious Education Week. What? Yep. He says that uh, he wants to recognize the fact that the United States was founded on Christian principles and that we recognize religious education you know i would be all for this uh if it were actual teaching you about religions but it's not he wants christianity shoved down everyone's throat <laughs> like this does, does he not find enough time in the day to be the worst i know <laughs> has to try a little I harder know. every now and again to be even worse yeah. man i mean the good news is, little turd it, i mean it, it's just a resolution it won't pass but but this is what your congressmen are spending their time doing yeah, exactly. Well, because their job is just to keep their job, not to govern. Right. <laughs> right. What does Lindsey Graham ever put forward that would help anybody? Uh, no oh, idea. So disgusting. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Like, what is the, what? First of all, can we just throw this? We know this fucking guy's gay, right? He's totally yes. gay. Oh, yeah. 100%. But I guess if he's pushing your agenda, you don't care till the absolute takeover. And then we'll fucking just throw Lindsey Graham down a fucking hole. We'll sure. Once, yeah. once he does what he wants, what we want him to do. Yep. Oh. And as long as he doesn't say that he is, then they all have plausible deniability. Right. Well, until, I mean, and he knows what would happen to him if he got out of line. I mean, the same thing right. that they did to, um, what's his name? North Carolina in a wheelchair. Cawthorn? Yep. Yeah. Cawthorn. Yeah. yeah. He was. They're, they're trying to do Caw- Matt Gates. They are, which yep. is awesome. They're starting to eat their own. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, uh, see, well, no, I, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I saw Matt Gates was out there yelling about donor money, and I'm not controlled by anybody, and I was like, 
<laughs> yeah, Matt Gates, you, you're speaking some fucking truth there for a hot second, man. Uh, don't do this to me. And then, then that's when they're like, fuck that guy. He was taking elect- uh, ED medicine and snorting it and fucking young girls. <laughs> and I was like, are they mad at him about McCarthy or are they mad at him about calling about the donor money? I don't know. I mean, either way, Matt Gates shouldn't go away. Yeah. But for a hot second there, I was like, yeah, donors do control too much of that bullshit. They do. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of Republicans and and getting their comeuppance, uh, George Santos was just slapped with twenty three federal charges, including identif- identity theft and credit card fraud. So was he not charged before? He was just being investigated. Was that the deal? Correct. Okay, because I I saw this story roll across and I thought Wait. he's no, he's not been indicted on anything until right now. That's my understanding. Huh. Oh, yeah. I'm also suspicious of that. Really. But- Okay. Maybe it was. Yeah, he commits a lot of crimes (laughs) openly. (laughs) I guess he was just under investigation before. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I I love how his existence just, (laughs) you know, I mean, he's obviously a a, a locked in vote, but Mm. like he's just a. Any time any Republican congressperson tries to take any sort of moral high ground, they're like, yeah, but what? And then someone goes, did you just say George Santos? And they're like, fine. They just storm away. <laughs> well, the- I think Bob Menendez should just resign right now. I can't imagine having someone who's been indicted on George Santos. Uh, fine. <laughs> and the problem is, is yeah, we talked about last week that we discovered that the, his seat would remain empty until a special election happened. So they can't get rid of him. They need him. The margin is so slim. For the Republicans. <laughs> oh, you should see them jump through hoops now to defend fucking Jim Jordan on that fucking Ugh. Ohio thing. Yeah! Yeah. That was great watching Nancy Nancy May squirm about that. Yeah. Oh, I, I, Who's Jim Jordan? I never heard of these I things. Don't know Is he officially indicted? I wish whoever was asking him those questions should have just gone, oh, well, I'm telling you about them right now. Yeah. So what do you have to say? Well, I don't know anything possible. about that. I'm telling you about it right now. <laughs> right. What do you think about this thing that I'm telling you about right now? Evidently for the first time. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. The last thing that I have on politics uh, is an article from Rolling Stone talking about RFK Jr.'s super PAC and the fact that it got more than 50% of its funding from one mega donor, Timothy Mellon. Well, was it today or yesterday that he said he's no longer running as a Democrat? He's now running it as an independent and the Republicans are panicking. Because mm. yes. they know he's going to bleed from the Republicans, not from right. the Democrats. Because I, right? when I remember when he first came out, and I was very nervous about him siphoning votes from Biden, and he was. And then the stupid asshole opened his mouth, <laughs> yep, and started doing interviews, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's batshit crazy." And now they're like, "Now he's going to siphon votes from Trump." Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was like, because we found out he was loony. Yeah. 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 If, I mean, uh, he's. If if you are an anti-vaxer but a moderate, he's your guy. <laughs> <laughs> he has actually put out T-shirts that say, "If you don't like Trump but believe in what he stands for, vote, uh, vote RFK." <laughs> wow, this is backfiring on Steve Bannon, who's been pushing this guy. I mean, this is a pro Bitcoin nominee for president. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if this Timothy Mellon, who, by the way, that was $5 million that he dropped on RFK Jr. Wow. I'm curious if he's... uh, Like Mellon Bank or Carnegie Mellon? I I don't know. I'm sure you Mm -hmm. could look it up. 
Uh, it is the same. Jared, I feel like you. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to point out it's the same Timothy Mellon that gave $20 million to Trump in 2020. Damn. Oh. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. He's got money. He's got to be a Carnegie Mellon. Right? Yeah. Mm. He is a billionaire. I believe it. Okay. But I don't know if it's from Mellon. I don't, I don't know any I'm association. Look it up. Crazy. I mean, you dump all that money in, and then the guy's like, yeah, I'm going to run differently. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to run independent <laughs> where I have zero chance. But just a spoiler chance. Oh, he is the grandson <laughs> of Andrew Mellon and the heir to the Mellon Bank. There you go. There you go. There you go. Oh, my God. He's 81. Okay. So oh. <laughs> Spend up that money now. Yeah. All right. A few uh, few other things real quick here that I have under religious nonsense. Uh, there was an article from the Religion News Service talking about the white evangelical march toward climate disaster. <laughs> So the most striking facts, there's a, there were some polls done and some information, and it's basically based on religion and what your religion is and how you feel about climate change. Uh, the most striking fact finding of, of the uh, Public Research Institute's uh, climate change survey is that the proportion of all Americans who consider climate change a crisis has risen 16% since 2014. So in the last nine years, 16% people have gone, yeah, it's a crisis. Among white evangelicals, that number has dropped 38%. Nice. Uh, has the number of white evangelicals dropped or is that a percentage of support? I'm guessing it's a percentage of support. It's a percentage of support. Correct. Yes. Huh. So, but I mean, I think a lot of evangelicals have left the church. So the, all you got left are the, the super crazies. Yeah, I can buy that. Yeah. That's that's one way to look at the data. Uh, also, one question on the poll. In my life, religion is the most important thing, one among many important things, not as important as other things, or not very important. The only one of those that has grown in percentage is not important. Nice. Wow. It went from 33% to 45%. Ooh. Religion being the most important thing has dropped five points. So sweet. That seems okay. Yeah. It's still the most important thing in thirteen percent of the of the people's lives. Well, sure, I that's what totally. we need because of that. We need a week where we have religious education in October, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. What's the only way to get those numbers back up? Yeah, we gotta get some asses <laughs> in them pews. Right. Yep. Gotta start off the gotta start off the month punishing their those dirty pagans <laughs> and their gross Halloween like holidays <laughs> before they get to celebrate. And just eat snacks. <laughs> so many snacks. Um, I wanted to give a shout out real quick to James Tosin. I don't know, Toson. I'm not sure you pronounce that. Uh, Toson. He is a, well, he wants to be a politician, but he is a non-believer and he lives in New Jersey. And mm. according to New Jersey law, you must swear in uh, under God so he says that this is preventing him from running for office, and it's a violation of his First and Fourteenth Amendment. So he is nice. suing New Jersey. Good for him. Nice work, dude. Yeah. And New that Jersey might changed. just go. You know, the, New Jersey's pretty progressive at the moment. They might just go. Oh man, we've been meaning to change that. Let us just change that for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hopefully. We've been putting that paper where it's been on my desk this whole time. And... <laughs> yeah. I'll be excited to hear the follow-up to this story in four years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <you're weird. laughs> but, it, I mean, swearing to God kind of is like, you know, being um, baptized against your will. 
it's meaningless. We don't, we aspire no value to it, but I, I understand the, the reasoning for getting rid of it. Uh, final well, thing. Let me, let me, let oh. me ask you a question real quick to you yeah. know, extend the length of this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> you are on trial for murder again. <laughs> or no, wait, I was on trial for murder earlier. Right. Mm. And it's not looking good. Right. You're innocent, but it's not looking good. There's a mm. lot of, you know, you're like, you're, you're a good chance you're going down. You go into court. You swear on the Bible. Just not to I, cause any problems, or do you stand with your convictions? I swear on the Bible. <laughs> okay, I was just wondering. I mean, I know Ian's answer. I'll fucking. He's like, I'll fuck that Bible if you want me to. <laughs> I, it, if I if I think it's gonna buy me even a a, a shred of goodwill, yeah. you betcha. No, it I'm means nothing way. to me. So yeah, you're right. You're right. Right. You're right. <laughs> now I have uh, I have taken an oath in a court of law. And at the time, I still considered myself uh, of the Friends Church, so I did not swear mm. on the Bible. I I, I so con, uh, so affirmed uh, instead of saying I do so swear or whatever, because because Quakers don't swear, right? Oh, that's that's part of the doctrine. Now, you- if you're asking me to say the oath, when I went to to go do jury duty, they help make you. And they say, "Is anybody, you know, going to say the other words?" And I raise my hand. I'm, I'm going to say the other words. If it's if it's low risk to me, <laughs> oh, I did the same thing. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah. But if you're talking a murder trial, oh yeah, give me the Bible. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I just, I mean, listen, I'm in the same camp. I'm fuck my conviction. I, you're right. It doesn't mean anything to me. I'll fucking swear on whatever you want. You're right. <laughs> if it's buying me points of the jury, give it <laughs> because I- it's meaningless. Sorry. Uh, the last thing that I have uh, is a alternate science kind of thing. Um, <laughs> you could put your eye out. Uh, in the last month or so, lawsuits against several pharmacy chains and manufacturers of homeopathic eye drops have been popping up all over the place. Oh. Georgia, New York, there's, there's several different states. Colorado, uh, these lawsuits are popping up because... People are are having worse eye problems after using these eye drops. Uh, the eye drops are for dry eye, pink eye, cataract care, a sty, allergy relief, or computer eye relief. Um, so they're all over the board. Uh, the problem is, according to the FDA, who issued letters on this, the companies were using silver sulfate as a preservative oh. in some of these products, which can cause degraded night vision and the blue-gray discoloration in the eyes, uh, the same as consuming uh, collodial silver. Collodial silver. I can't speak. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody else can try. Collodial, collodial silver. It's really hard to say. Uh, in any case, discoloration of the eye, and uh, yeah, uh, it, it eventually will cause you to uh, have severe eye problems so homeopathic care strikes again blue eyes and you're blind i mean the whites of your eyes will turn blue your, your iris doesn't turn blue Correct. to be clear yes yeah you can't make yourself aryan by using these eye drops <laughs> people actually do that they change the color of their eyes by getting these weird internal contact lenses people do straight shit i wore colored contacts lens once contacts sure but yeah. people actually get surgery on their eyes to change the color of their eyes. Contacts, that's just, you know, that's harmless fun. Hey, I hear men get shit twisted up in their balls instead of just pulling their penises out. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? 
<laughs> no, what? I'm talking about vasectomies. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you're. Yeah. Those things are dope. <laughs> uh, so if you're using any homeopathic product, just stop. Yeah. Because <laughs> what's on the label can bypass the FDA because it pretty much, if it's homeopathic, it's pretty much water. And but if maybe, you look at the... But, but the thing is, what are they really putting in the package? Who uh, knows? But if you look at the package, though, you know, if you look at the article, there's a, there's a box from CVS Health. It's pink eye drops, sterile eye drops, relieves redness, burning, watery eyes, gritty sensation, actual bo- bottle size on side panel. At the very, very bottom, it says homeopathic. Unless you're really looking, it's hard to see that this is, you know, water. Right. Poison water. Poison exactly. water. Yeah. That is why the uh, Center for Inquiry is suing CVS, because on the package, it says CVS. Yeah. It says CVS, I care. Health. Yeah. And yet, there's poison in them bottles. Yeah. Hmm. All right. You guys have anything <laughs> else this week? I do not. Nope. No. Oh, good. Okay. All right. This is, a, this is a long one. This yeah. is uh, going to be painful. Um, so that's all we've got for this week. As always, I want to start off by thanking our patrons for supporting the podcast. And you you guys and your names, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at that earlier and I go, I can't wait for Ray to hit that one up. So <laughs> I just figure you would edit it as you went. <laughs> apparently this week, uh, it's been Hesian Gixson, Hypatia, Judy Joe, Herschel McSteinman, and Hiram Goldstein. <laughs> Thanks, Grinch and Joshua. We appreciate you. Uh, If you enjoy this podcast, you can uh, support it by joining our patrons on Patreon and support the podcast directly that way and listen to us live. If you can't do that, you can share the podcast on your social media or leave a review for us wherever you happen to listen. Uh, If you want to contact us, you can on the Facebook page or at ProfaneArg on Twitter. Uh, also, I'd like to encourage people to check out the other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network. You can find them all at soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. Bye.